Look alive, sunshine, one and a nine in the sky, but the pigs won't quit. You're here with me, Dr. Death Defying. I'll be your surgeon, your proctor, your helicopter, pumping out the slaughtermatic sounds to keep you alive. A system failure for the masses, antimatter for the master plan, louder than God's revolver and twice as shiny. This one's for all you rock and rollers, all you crash queens and motor babies. It's the family album with John and Rebecca. I love that. Mm. <laughs> uh. Right. Rebecca, how are you today? I'm doing good. Surprisingly, how right. about you? I'm not too bad. Uh, it was your birthday yesterday, was it not? Yes, it was. Do you anything fun at all? Not really. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> right. Uh, have you got any new music for us this week? I do. For once, it's me giving the new music. So, Set It mm. Off released a new single for the new album, which is called Upside Down. It's the title track of the album and... I'm in love with it, surprisingly, considering how different it is to their normal music. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely thought that. I was like trying to think, is this the same band? Yeah. It sounds very different. It sounds a lot more, um, for want of a better term, boy bandy. Yeah, I think that. It's probably not the best term to use, but yeah, it's definitely more poppy sound. Yeah, it's definitely more poppy. I think it's the whole point of the album is it's upside down. It's completely the opposite to what they normally do, sort of thing. Hmm. But it's still set it off, because if you listen to all their happy, uplifting songs from all their recent albums that kind of break away from the creepiness, it's great. It's it's exactly like those it's single songs, but it's a whole a album lot. of them. But I would say that that single song is a lot better than their last album was, that we listened to on the first episode of this show. Yeah, it's nice to have them back, and their new album comes out on the 7th of October, a little plug for that band, because it's one of my favourites at the moment. Right. And their whole, all the, f- the four singles that they've released so far are all uplifting, they're all about just mm. living your life how you want it, like, it, it's, mm. I do love that song, it's just... It reminded me a lot of, uh, not musically so much, but like, thematically it's reminding me a lot of um modest mouse modest mouse's float on i've which you've probably not heard i guess modest mouse is a bit before your time you think yeah it's not that before they were like late 90s early 2000s Mm. no but it's it's weird they've got a lot of criticism for this song because i'm not surprised to be honest but i like that in a weird way, because I feel like if you're not being criticised, you're not doing anything, but, in a sense. Yeah, it's very... Uh, it is, it's different, and it's going to alienate their existing fans, guaranteed. Yeah, but but at the same time, it's going to bring new people into listening it, listening to their music, and it's. I just think they're having fun with this album. Like, mm. the bassist plays trumpet and saxophone as well so he gets to mm. play a lot more instruments during this and it's just, i just love the trumpet and how they it's, incorporate it it's nice to have an injection of different uh, instruments yeah it's so nice to hear bands pu- putting in different instruments to their stuff yeah because it... it's so common with a lot of rock bands that they will just stick to guitar bass and drums yeah and that's more or less it with some trumpets, maybe every now and again. Yeah. But there's so many different instruments out there. Yeah. There's so many different things you can use. Use them. Try them out. See what you like. See what you don't like. Mm, see what like, works. It's exactly. Just... Experiment, for the love of God, please. <laughs> that song, it's just... 
so uplifting. Mm. I tried so hard mm. not to tweet about it because it was the new because mm. I was doing it in this segment, but I so wanted to. You can if you want. It doesn't really matter that much. Mm, I just ah. Uh... I'm actually in love with the sound of their new album, mm. and they've only released four singles. And yeah, I imagine you'll be putting it on here when it gets released. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I kind of right. I want to see if your opinion changes on them because it already mm. has in a sense. Because you're oh saying... yeah, it definitely already has. It's complete. It's a different sound and it suits them better. I think. Mm. Uh, my... It's a lot more positive. Yeah. My only criticism is he doesn't. Um, the lead singer Cody. He doesn't really use his full vocal range yeah like he's got such a wide vocal range like he can go really high and low as well but he does there's a difference between having a wide vocal range and knowing what's right to use with it yeah like you can't use it all all of the time that's just makes white noise yeah no i'm saying that because like um i've listened to all four singles and it's uh, and it's he seems to just be using the top end of it and not really hmm. And not even going full. It's just he seems to be stagnant at the moment. I'm hoping that's going to change when the whole album comes out. But at the same time, it's something I'm iffy about. You know, it's weird. I don't know. It just... Well, it's that whole thing of... uh, What's the word? (laughs) Dynamic... Have you heard of dynamic range? Yes. So, like, the... Like, you're looking at a bloody recording screen now. The Mm. waves going up and down. Yeah. Decibel-wise. That's dynamic range. People always chant on about how dynamic range is important and we're losing it nowadays. It's like, dynamic range has never been that big in recordings. Like, um, best example of this is Rolling Stone's Satisfaction was recorded with a uh, dynamic range of one decibel. Really? And it, it, yeah. And you hear it and you think, yeah, that does sound like that, but it works. Mm. Yeah, I guess. So use what works with what you're doing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense on an album which is very positive and bright to use a very low and a very high vocal range. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. If it doesn't fit the medium and the mood that you're going for, it's not worth it. Yeah, that makes sense now. Right. And speaking of uh, experimentation, uh, the album I gave Rebecca this week, perfect segue there, but I shouldn't have pointed it out, (laughs) um, was uh, My Chemical Romance's final album, Danger Days, The True Lives... Of the fabulous Killjoys. Oh, and I loved it so much. Yeah, I thought you might. Oh, uh, just I don't. It's yeah. I'm normally so you on go ahead. edge <laughs> on what you what you the album you give me. I normally leave it to the last few days or the last day. Consider yeah. It's... Consider this a birthday present. <laughs> and you, you gave and as soon as I heard the words "My Chemical Romance," I was instantly so happy and yeah. so ready to listen to the album because. <laughs> They're just so good, and mm-hmm. and I am sad to admit this, but you are right about the comment you made about the na na nas yeah. in the yeah yeah. But it's so much better. I in a sense, I think that's more because it's not just the it's not the lyrics, just it's the background music, it's the music yeah, that does it. Yeah, it's the rhythm and the pace, and it blends together and works together well. Yeah. But at the same time, the album that, as it is released, was not meant to really be that uplifting, in a sense. No. Well, this isn't meant to be that uplifting. It's a story. It, it's a. It's a. This isn't meant to be that uplifting. It's a concept album about a um, post-apocalyptic wasteland. Mm. In the vein of uh, Mad Max. Yeah. 
I was actually, um, when I heard Sing play, I was shocked that it was on this album. I thought it was a much um, earlier song, I guess. So I was very no. shocked and happy, because that is mm. one of my favourite mm. My Chemical Romance songs. See, yeah. It's... it's oh, the whole album's great. Like, yeah, I don't think there's a dud song on it. No. I have a split personal favourites of three of these, I have to say quickly. Um, there's... Na na na. Mm. I don't know how many na's are in the brackets, so I'm just going to say na na na. <laughs> um, planetary. Mm. And Scarecrow. Mm. Scarecrow is superb. Yeah. I th- it's such a wonderful emotive song. Yeah. I th- and this is what I mean about using that, like, anger that pop punk sort of, like, insinuates in you and just generates in you. And then just. Using that, focusing on solid music creation and solid songwriting, and so in this case, solid storytelling. Yeah, it definitely the whole album definitely does tell a story, and it's mm. and it's so well done, so well produced. And speaking of favorites, I think I am also stuck between with Na Na Na, and there are three, there are nine Nas in the brackets, but I am not saying all of those. Yeah, no. Um, lose count quickly. Yeah, sing obviously because it's mm-hmm. again one of my favorites. And oh, what is oh I can't remember what it is. It's uh, either S- Destroyer or mm. the only hope for me is you. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. two. I can't pick between them actually. Both very good. Yeah, they're just, the whole album actually is just it's, it's great. It's. It's such an enjoyable and engaging and enthusing listen. Even even though the subject matter is relatively dark. Yeah. It, you know, but it's it draws you in and it engages you. Yeah, and it's just fun. It's yeah. It's just it's just fun to just listen to yeah. every now and then. It's Yeah. It, I've had it on loop. It's like yeah, I'm not even gonna lie, yeah. I've had it on loop. Oh all god, week. yeah, so have I. <laughs> like I've been listening to this at almost every occasion. Yeah. Like it's just so good and enjoyable and just wonderfully listenable. Yeah. See, what's really interesting, well, I say interesting, I think it's interesting, is that, well, it's not, okay, interesting is the wrong word because it's kind of grandiose and got my own story. <laughs> so it's it's a, it's an okay story, so, you know, tune out if you don't want to listen to it. I'm trying <laughs> to set people's expectations that. low now. I'm, I'm setting expectations low, <laughs> you know. So people might think it's a good story. It's probably not a good story, but anyway... <laughs> Uh, I actually got introduced to My Chemical Romance through this album, which is unfortunately, as I said, their last album. Mm. And yet again, I got introduced to a musician and band through a video game. <laughs> right. Because the title music, well, I said the uh, introduction, cu- introductory cutscene music mm. for Gran Turismo f- 4, 5, sorry, 5, <laughs> was Planetary. Ah. And... I was like, I listened to it. I was like, I really, really like this. Who the hell is it? And then I was like talking to a friend of mine. This was when I was at school. This is how long ago this was. <laughs> uh, and he said, yeah, it's weird. I don't usually I don't usually like My Chemical Romance's stuff, but that's quite a good song. I was like, is it My Chemical Romance? Because I'd heard of My Chemical Romance at that point, but they were just sort of... Eight. It pains me to say it, but they were sort of the butt of a joke because they were the go- they were the go to emo band. Yeah, emo and scene band is what they are. Yeah, like scene oh, kid was pre- phase this was, is. This was pre scene. 
Yeah. Well, no, actually, no, it's not pre-scene. Scene, has, scene exists and has always existed. It takes many forms, but it has always existed. Sadly. It's, I'm yeah. glad to but, say I've never gone through that phase. Mm. Me with big eye, bad eyeliner just doesn't look good. Just just isn't something I want to even put in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I ended up listening to this album, picking it, grabbing this album and thinking, yeah, I'll give this a listen. And it's so good. Yeah. I just genuinely immediately fell in love with it. I was like, wow, this is like such a like a huge convalescence of a million different genres because you've got a lot of electronic in there your pop so like planetary is a very electronic and poppy song mm. but there's like influences of uh queen in it you can hear stuff like queen like glam and prog rock in this as well as the obvious like undercurrent of pop punk and they all blend together really well yeah they really do it's just I don't know. All I can say is it's just it's just so good to listen to, so fun. Mm. It's I can't I can't put it into words how much I really love this album. You know, it's mm. it's weird, it's hard and annoying in a sense. Yeah. It is a shame that it's their last album, I have to say as well. Yeah. But it's a great album to leave on. Yeah, it is. It, I I'm not sure why they broke up. I never really looked into it. I don't really think I wanted to because I felt like it might be too sad a story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I think it was because they didn't want to... Um, the, oh, it's in one of the songs, but if you stand in front of the sun too long... I can't remember it's the line at the end. Yeah. You know that big ball of radiation we call the sun? Well, it'll burn you to a crisp if you stand in, in it for too long. Yeah, I think that's what they were kind of say about um, being like... Mm famous and being the thing is like if you're in it too long you just no longer stay who you are you change and they didn't maybe they didn't want that to happen so they got out while they could in a sense yeah here's the uh statement that they released when they broke up being in this band for the past 12 years has been a true blessing we've gotten to places we never knew we would we've been able to see and experience things we never imagined possible we've shared the stage with people and we admire people we look up to and best of all our friends and now like all great things it has come to an end thanks for all your support and being part of the adventure yeah i think so maybe i'm right they just wanted to um, end on a high note and get out yeah gerard yeah gerard way posted an extended tweet on his twitter account two days after the announcement saying mm. He confer- confirming the disbandment, but denied that it was altercations between the group, between yeah. each other, was the reason why. No, I just, I just. But like, apparently there were tensions. No. There were some tensions. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think they ended on a great high note, and. Yeah. I d- I... Gerard's way is doing his own single stuff now, which is actually really good as well. So, they're all pretty okay, I think. Who knows? Maybe the theory it's... that they'll come out, out, come back when it turns into twenty twenty, because teenagers scare the living shit out of them. Yeah. That that's that's a thing that goes on on like if you go through YouTube comments, that's that's just that's a fun idea. Yeah. Like just just yeah. doing that, that would be fun. But it's hmm, yeah. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm not sure what else I can say about this album. No, other than I do. You have I... to listen to it. Yeah. It's such a fun and enjoyable and engaging album, and it just sets you in the mood and the tone perfectly. Yeah. It's a really fantastically fun album. Yeah. And I don't know what else can be said about it. Which is annoying. We're running on empty. I this know. is the problem when we, This is what happens when we don't like things. We can't talk about a lot of stuff. You mean when we like things? No, when we don't. When we this is yeah when we like things we can't talk about it as much as we do when we don't like things yeah when you don't when you don't like something you can talk about why you don't like it but when you like something but you like you, how do I like, describe yeah. this 
yeah, when you really like something, when something really just grabs you and makes you want to just go, yes, I really, really fucking like this, you run out of things to say really quickly. Yeah. Because you, the reason for liking something is always a lot simpler than the reason for not liking something. Yeah. So what would you give this out of 10? Either an 8.5 or a 9 because no album is perfect. I would give mm. it a 10, but I automatically know that nothing is perfect. And this is as close to perfect as anyone can get. Oh, mm. I would listen to it I'd every day if I could. Shall we uh, move on to my album? Yes, that's probably for the best. So, I gave... We're going to be running a little short this week, I think. Yeah. Unless you can... Unless... Let's see how this album goes. So, I give John... I gave John the album In Our Bones by Against the Current, which is a band I have been following since I saw their first ever cover online. It was with Alex Goo. It was Good Time by Al City. And I think Kylie Rae Jepsen oh, yeah. was in it. It was a cover of that. Yes, she was. They... It wasn't up on their channel at the time. The only song they had up was their song Thinking. It's either Thinking or there's something after it. And I fell in love. So what did you think of their debut album? This may come as a shock to you. Okay. I actually quite liked it. Really? Like, I was yeah. I was hoping you'd like it. It's I, There's <laughs> nothing really stands out about it. Mm. But it's really just... It's a good, unique sound. Yeah. Like... You can hear influences in it, and we will get onto that. Mm. But it's a good standout sound that is their own, that is identifiably them. I mean, you can hear influences of Paramore in it. Mm. They get that's the obvious go-to one. To yeah, obviously that lot because you know there's no other female-fronted bands yeah. other than Paramore. Sarcasm. Pop punk. Very, bands. very, very apparent in that statement. Yes. But still, there's a lot of very good female-fronted bands. Yes. There really is, and and it's it's got a good solid cohesive sound, even though the songs are different and they take different turns. So mm. Like there's some more poppy sounds. Yeah, and genuine. It's a nice. It's a nice sound, and it's made really well. <laughs> and I guarantee, mm. almost certainly guarantee, the reason that this album came out better than last week's album is because more effort was put into it by the people who were making it. Mm. Because I looked... Well, first of all, I use uh, Apple Music for my streaming stuff because I got the three-month free trial and liked it enough to keep it. Yeah. And I went to their the album page for it, mm. and it's all done up pretty-like. Yeah. So it's got a custom banner at the top, it's got editor's notes down the side, and it's all properly done up. Yeah. Whereas Never Happy Ever After was very bare bones. Very, very just artwork, track list, nothing else, nothing extra. Yeah. There was a little bit of an editor's note, but nothing else like that. And I guarantee it's because more effort was put into it by the part of the uh, production company. Yeah. The, the label, I, more, I guarantee this was... I guarantee this is because more effort was done by the, by the label. Yeah. Because I looked into this, and the label mm. is fueled by Ramen. Yeah. Ramen, however it's pronounced. I, I don't know have either. It over here. And <laughs> looking into it, that's they've got a serious pedigree on their hands with that with that label. Yeah, like Paramore's with it, I think, and so many good bands. Like I've listened, I'm subscribed to the thing, and every now and then I'll click on a random group or a random band, and they don't pick lightly. They really yeah. focus in on what they want and. 
Yeah, like this is the list. This is currently glancing at their uh, artists list mm-hmm. of who's in it. Um, Gym Class Heroes, Panic at the Disco, Paramore, Twenty One Pilots. Inactive artists on it uh, include none I particularly recognise. Mm. Oh, Cobra Starship I recognise. They were on it. Fun is on it. Oh. They're they're on hiatus at the moment. Gone to this. Mm. But the alumni is very interesting. The people who were on it at one point. Yeah. Fallout Boy were on it. Jimmy Eat World. Like, it's a collection of really great artists. Yeah. And the the bloody label's first album was Paramore's Riot. Ooh, that's a good so, album you know, to start off from. It was created by a member of Fallout Boy. Like so, effort and care is put into this. This isn't this isn't just like a uh, one that's been popped up by a record label. Yeah, as just something to collect artists of this genre. Yeah, this has been created by people who give a damn about this stuff, mm. and so you can tell that the care has been put into it. That they've been able to create this album properly. They've had the time, probably. I'd imagine. I'd imagine they had time around this because this feels like it took care and attention mm. they worked so, on it for a while if i remember correctly mm. like uh do, 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 do. after the glamour kill spring break 15 tour was when they started recording it mm. they had also i don't know when that was yeah um... they, they were signed on march 4th 2015 yeah and it was released it was finished recording on august yeah they finished recording it in august so assuming they were signed and got the album straight away, which is typically what happens. Yeah. March, April, May, June, July, August. That's five months recording plus some tours. Yeah. Two songs and then you had get, already been yeah. written at that time as well. Like Roses. Yeah. And then you get that amount of time to master it. It was released in May 2016. Yeah. They had a lot September, of time October, November, December, January, February, March, May. After finishing recording, eight months. Yeah. It will not have been mastered up to that point. Usually they go ready to go like a month or two months before. So even then, six months of mastering and re- potentially may taking some retakes mm. and stuff that doesn't sound quite right. So yeah, care, attention, time. That's what artists need. You can't just give them it and say, we want this out by this date. Yeah. Because it doesn't work. I have a question about one particular song because I really want to know your reaction. First of all, if you haven't listened to this song yet, go listen to Roses because I don't want to spoil it for you because it's so good and it has a twist and I love it. Right. What did you think of that? Like, what was uh, you when you first Roses. heard? Oh yeah. When you first heard the song uh-huh. and then got to the and it got See, to this the is end. From, I can't pick out individually. There's one song I can pick out individually, mm. but it's not Roses. What song is it? Uh, Brighter. Oh, I love Brighter. Brighter was yeah. on their second EP, and they just, I think they just really wanted it on the the new yeah. album. They they redid it, they retook it. It's not the same as it was. The intro mm. is shorter, the vocals are different at the end. It's definitely been re-recorded, so they didn't just say, right, we like this, we're just going to shove what we've already recorded on it. They re-recorded everything, basically, yeah. and I love that. And it's yeah. just... It's just so good. I did notice something about it, though. Mm. Uh, I'm sending you a thing now on Skype. Right. Copy and paste that into uh, Spotify. Right. It should highlight the second song on the album it goes to. <laughs> right. Oh, this is where Skype doesn't work. Spotify doesn't work. Halo. Oh. Listen to it. It's going to... 
This is where Skype isn't working. Spotify isn't working. Typical. No, of course it's not. It's when I get an advert, isn't it? I think I've got, I've got an advert. Well, yeah, you got to finish the advert first. Oh, it's frozen, actually. Right. Yeah, I've got to finish the ad. It's only... If, there we go. I have, like, two seconds left of an advert. Right. Oh. You see? Yeah. Like, just the yeah. first notes. I... That was my first... I was like, listen, I mean, I'm not accusing them of stealing. No. I hate it when artists do that, when they say, you've stolen my song. Because, no, you can you can be influenced by songs, mm. and they can sound familiar. There are only so many notes you can use. Yeah, exactly. Like... You know, it's a finite pool to choose from. Mm. And they've embellished it, it. Like, it's... Yeah. It's not the same it's different. tune. It's, it's not the same song, but it has a lot of similarities to it. Yeah. And not saying that's a bad thing. Halo is a spectacular song. Yeah. It's just struck me because I was listening to it. And I thought a lyric should go here, and it took me a good like two minute or so trying to clock what the lyric was, and it was "You're Everything I Need" and more. Mm. So I was like, "Oh God, this sounds really like another song." So I ended up googling "You're Everything I Need" and more, which, by the way, is in a lot of songs. <laughs> and then I scrolled down like half the the uh, page on Google, and I saw like Beyonce Taylor. I was like, "That's where it is. Mm. That's where I've seen it." That's where I've heard it, I should say. But again, not disparagement. No. You know? There's only so many chords you can pick from. It was bound to happen at some point. Accidentally or whatever. Yeah. So And that has... And Brighter has a very poppy sound to it anyway. Yeah. So it makes sense. Brighter is just... It's it's the same but different from the EP. Yeah, there's a very... Yeah. Which there is, is a... weird. I like that because it sounds different to the EP. So it's... Technically, mm. when you first listen to it on the album and you've heard the EP version, it's it's a new mm. song. But then, but then, oh wait, no, this is the mm. same song. It's weird. It's I just really like it. But I think Roses is my favorite song on the album because of the twist at the end that it is. Like, oh, I need to Google the lyrics. I know the song. I know it so well. But it starts off just sounding like your everyday love um, breakup song. Yeah. But then the um oh this is where I can't type. I'm just the... getting stuff for the Chainsmokers and Outcast. Mm. And Guns N' Roses. And the Stone Roses. Yeah. And Sean Mendes. <laughs> Here we go. Against the current roses, it goes to um, it goes from waited all night for you to come home. I always hated sleeping alone, watching the roses wither away, wishing my memories would die out the same. Oh yeah, yeah. So it one. sounds like oh, it's just a breakup song. He decided to leave mm. her. Da 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 da. And then it goes to the bridge. I think it is. Um, um, oh, where is it on the lyrics? Here we go. Waited all night for you to come home. I always hated us. Hated sleeping alone. I hope the lipstick I left on your face stays red like the roses I laid on your grave. Yeah. So it goes from this just oh, it's just a normal pop song. It's just a normal mm. oh, I broke up with a guy. He just left me. To all of a sudden holy shit, he died, sort of thing. And it's just... Mm. Like, when I first listened to that song, like, it came out in certain countries early, the album. I was like, wait, what's the twist with Roses? Because they hadn't... Because mm. in every comment that I read on the thing, because they did a live stream, and... Yeah. Again, I was really looking forward to this album. So I stayed up late, and I watched the live stream. I'm, mm. I love that band, the band this much, that much. Can't speak today, apparently. And so everyone was commenting on how it was a shock and the twist with Roses was great. And I was like, is it on my iPod yet? Can I listen to Roses? So that was the first song I listened to on the album. And I kind of just started listening to it and went, what? 
And I listened to it several times. It's just... Mm. It's a song that's... It didn't go where I expected it to go. I just thought, oh, it's a it's a love song. It's it's not a love song. It's a love song, but it's not a breakup song. It's... Mm. But the thing is, it's... Um, I read on the... What um, she had said about the song. They had written it for their Gravity EP, but it didn't fit. So they're like, right, yeah. we'll just leave it. And come back to it when it fits with an album. And so yeah. they put it on this album. And the song isn't written with experience. It's not written about a certain event that happened to her. But the emotions mm. are real. Sort of thing. So... Yeah. It's just... Well, not every song has to be about something that's happened to you. Yeah. But emotions have to be there. You have to mm. be able to feel the song. Which, with that, it's just... I don't know... It was a. Sh- mm. It wasn't. I don't know. It just wasn't what I was expecting, and mm. with the influence. No, it definitely wasn't I, what I was expecting. Yeah, it's just. It's just such a great song. I just do love that one. Mm. Wasteland is my least favorite on the album. Yeah. I don't know. It's just. It's. It's definitely Halsey inspired. I think mm. she wrote with her. Like you can tell. Like oh, this sounds yeah. like a Halsey song. Which I'm guessing you may have heard one, but... It rings a bell, but I've not really um, delved into it too much. No, I didn't think you would have. But, um... Yeah. So, it's... I like it. It's still... I'm still happy to listen to the song. But... Mm. It's just... It's... It's... Not... What I associate with... Against mm. the current. It's completely different to their normal style, which is great. It shows that they were... Mm experimenting and made it work enough because they liked it but at the same time like first of all this album is completely different to Mm. their first ever a single which was thinking Mm. and their first ep um infinity like if you listen to those two you will kind of find it weird that they made that jump but she kind Mm. of they realized that they weren't that sound it adds variety and it adds difference to it. And albums which sound the same completely all the way through mm. get boring quickly. Yeah, it's not that they don't... Like, as much as some albums that I like sound have similar sounds throughout, mm. they do get boring. And I actually really like that song because it broke it up a little. Yeah, like... But like that and Brighter broke up the whole album a bit more. Yeah. I don't know. Outs- uh, I was actually Outsiders was the first single that they released when they announced they mm. were releasing an album, so I was really shocked when it wasn't on the actual album. Like, mm. They said it was a perfect way to introduce the uh, um, the album, so I thought, oh, that's mm. going to be on the album. Stupid mm. me realized introduced doesn't always mean it's on the album. It just means it's a perfect stepping stone to the album. Yeah, I'm guessing. Have you heard Outsiders or did you not go that no. deep? No, I didn't think you had. I do recommend listening to Outsiders. It is a great mm. song. Like, mm. I say that about all their songs, but I, it's I don't know. All their music is good. Like you mm. can not only you can see the influences when you look deep enough, but at the same time, it's them. It's the band, and they blew up pretty big after they got signed to Feel by Raymond, which was mm. it's it's. Like it was weird to see the journey, like because, mm. especially like they at one point they just did covers with Alex Goo and 
his mates and probably their mates as well. And then yeah. all of a sudden um, they started doing their own stuff and adding their own music on there. And it's just like, I like this band. I didn't subscribe to them straight away, which is weird. I should have, but I waited. Hmm. I listened, because uh, I was only ex- subscribed to Alex Scoot at the time. So whenever he did a cover with them, I would listen to it and realise, I really like her voice. I really like their sound. I need to see. And, you know, it's mm. it's nice to watch a band grow and develop and find their sound because... Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I feel like more artists need what these guys got. They need a label that will give them the ability to mature and develop and give them the support that they need. Yeah. Because too often artists aren't given that. They're given a deadline, a recording studio, some staff, and that's it. Yeah. Whereas sometimes you need to be able to say, okay, what do you guys actually need? What kind of support do you need? That's how you get good music, by trusting musicians. I mean, you can't let them have complete and total free form over what they're doing, obviously. That just leads to creative people going out of control, tweaking every tiny little thing. Mm. You need people who know what you what the artists want who can help yeah and you need labels to trust the artists can make music yeah because it's so often that artists get screwed over by labels because they haven't been given the support they need mm. be it in terms of be it in terms of uh, equipment or manpower or anything even breaks like, mm. sometimes you do need a break after you've been recording. Yeah. Like, if you're not given that support, it can be very hard for you to keep going and to make good stuff. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I... With this band, they tour so much, like... Mm. And so part of me know... So I know for a fact that a new album might not come for a while, like, because A, yeah. they like to tweak everything. There might be an EP chucked in, like, next year... But then a big part of me knows they're still they're touring in the UK at the moment. Mm. Then I think they're going to go on a break. I don't know touring schedules, but then mm. after that there might be an American tour because America is has constant tours. Like it's annoying, yeah. and so it's probably going to be some there. So it's like a new album is going to be a year or more away, which upsets me. But at the same time, it means that mm. I know that. Her voice is going to be solid at the time, and it's not going to be worn exactly, from that's... singing constantly on tour. So it, that's going to be good, but it's just the weight that annoys me. But at the same time, mm. I'm grateful that there's going to be a weight because yeah. when you're on tour you... and you sing constantly, your voice it 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 can get yeah, really it, damaged. It takes its toll. Yeah, like, uh... and again, that comes down to support of the record label. Mm. Like, the record label needs to be able to give them the time to tour, give them the time to rest, and then, if they want to, record another album. Yeah. Like, they've been doing, like, covers in between, like, touring when they're in certain cities with certain friends and stuff, which I like Mm. because it's how they started and they're staying true to their roots, whereas a lot of bands don't really do that. Mm. And so, the well... A lot of bands don't have the start that they have, I guess. Like the only other yeah. start I can think is Five Seconds of Summer, but they no longer do covers like they used to do. But at the same time, they are way too busy to do that, in a sense, because mm. 
they don't have the same label. They don't have the label that is so, I don't know, understanding of how music works. Because, like you said, it was created by a member of Fall Out Boy. And mm. so they know how touring works and how it can really yeah. affect a voice. So they know from experience, whereas yeah. some labels are just all about, we need money, we want you to release a new mm. album. And I hate yeah. labels like that. And yeah. I feel bad for bands that are stuck with labels like that because going back to different bands, McFly were with a label like that, I think. They were with a label yeah. that was very constricting and over controlling of the music they released so they decided we're gonna leave you we're gonna make our own label and they're Hmm. doing an anthology tour right now which is insane yeah they're doing every album they've released in three nights so Hmm. i i'm so annoyed that i didn't get tickets because no money Hmm. but (laughs) so so they're doing um their room on the third floor one day wonderland motion in the ocean the next day and then radioactive and above the noise in another with and at the end of each night they'll play extra songs as well like Mm. and so first of all one of their singers is useless at remembering lyrics Mm. but at the same time it's they can they're able to do that because they're on their own label and they haven't most musicians don't remember their lyrics like most musicians will record a song and forget the lyrics yeah like, you. I mean, they're subtle about actually looking at lyrics if they do. Yeah, like. Like if you if you're a musician who plays the piano, you have the luxury of potentially having a sheet music in front of you, which will have the lyrics on. Yeah, which. But some people use uh, teleprompters or whatever because it makes sense if you record a song, even if you've written the lyrics. Yeah. Like, you're probably not going to remember it between the space of recording the song, and then touring. Yeah, like. You're talking a space of six months to a year. And like, it's not going to stick in your head forever. Yeah, especially with Room on the Third Floor. They didn't play every song they released on that album. Mm. So several of those songs will have been forgotten. And they wrote that album in 2003 and it was released in 2004. Yeah. And part of me... So they're not going to remember the lyrics without a lot of rehearsing and practising. Yeah, exactly. Certain songs they'd remember easily and I... Like, All About You, it was a comic relief single. They had to practice it and make it perfect. Yeah, of course. And so stuff like that. And But they had the time to do it. And Exactly. We've really gone off topic. Yeah, we have. Par- but it, make, it, it comes down to the point of artists need a label which can support them. Yeah, and that is definitely Which can get behind rain. them and give them the stuff that they need. To develop themselves. Yeah. That's what I think was the problem with uh, Never Happy Ever After. Yeah, they were Because you mentioned them being signed to Fearless was a big thing. But it... the problem is, Fearless kind of... I mean, I'm looking into it now. They, they were formed in 94. That's early enough that they can grow big enough that it becomes about making money rather than music. Yeah. But in the sense and it that... is owned by uh, Concord Bicycle Music. Right, but the reason that Fearless is such a big thing for them yeah. is not only because they are a well-known label, but they were mm. the first British band to be ever signed yeah. to that label. So that was the big thing for them. They broke a barrier that hadn't been done before, so it's like, that's why it was a big thing. Also, yeah. massive um, pop-punk bands like um, Forever the Sickest Kids is the one that st- sticks in my head. Mm. Which is one of the weird ones, I think, of the group. But 
Yeah, but Feel by Raymond is definitely the best. Mm. Like I believe it's pronounced Raymond. Ramen. Oh, I say Raymond. Yeah. Although when I say Raymond, I do think of Everybody Loves Raymond. Oh, that's now in my yeah. head. It's a bad show, that show. I don't Sorry, mind it, good. but it's... Uh, it, it, it grinds me. <laughs> what, it grinds your gears? Uh, it Bad just thing, it gets but... to me because it's just like these aren't good people. These are awful people, mm. and like there's no like cover of them being good people like you get with Friends. Yeah, uh, it's just not good. Uh, if you're gonna watch a show in the morning, watch Frasier. Yeah, I, I'm, I I have to leave the house before Frasier's on, so I can't watch it. Oh, <laughs> so then that so. Uh, is that all you have to say on this album after we've gone on a massive uh, tangent? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically all I got. I don't have many notes because I was just enjoying it. No, I don't think I've got any more notes. Oh no! To say. Good album, very good album. Yeah, I got I got um mum our mum to listen to the to listen not listen but read the lyrics of um running with the wild things and she said it reminded her of a song and this was so long ago I can't remember it but it I know I can, I can it did remind me like. It remi- It sounded very sort of. I don't know what the word is. It sounded. The, the lyrics were very similar to a song. It's um another brick in the wall. No, another brick in the wall. Kind potentially that. I'm not sure. It's. I can't remember who it's by. No, it is very much reminiscent thematically of another brick in the wall. Isn't that by Pink Floyd? Yeah, it's Pink Floyd. I knew it was Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yes. So she she got vibes from it's that. It's very thematically similar to that. Yeah, but it's very. So, yeah, it's yeah, but it works well as its own individual song. Yeah, it's it's a. But this is this is a band that has been influenced by lots of different musicians, but mm. is its own thing, which is what you want. Like no mus- no cr- nothing of nothing creative comes in a vacu- vacuum. Yeah. You can't have something that comes literally from nothing. It will have been inspired by something. Everything is inspired by something. Like exactly. you can't get inspiration without either going through something or listening to something or reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inspiration is everywhere and anywhere. You just have to be looking. Yeah. So, what would you give this album? Uh, probably a s- seven. I was. That's more than I was expecting, actually. Like, yeah. I was. I was kind of. Oh, it's I, a very solid album. Yeah. When I was giving you the album, part of me was thinking he's like, he's gonna give this at least a five. Like. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So to get a seven is is very nice, but for me it's definitely an eight. But I think that's just if it was generic, it would be a five. Yeah. But it's its own thing. Mm. And it's do- it's its own thing, and it's done well, so it gets a seven. Yeah. For me, it's an eight, but I think that's just because I've seen the band grow. Like, just see mm. them from what they've like. If you ever just decide to listen to their first ever single on their YouTube channel, you will see how much mm. they have changed. But at the same time, yeah. stayed the same as in a weird sense because they're the same because they're the same band they're staying true to themselves but they've realized that this style of music suits the way they play and the way um i can't say her last name but i know her first name is chrissy Hmm. so it fits her voice so well this the style of music Hmm. she does and so they've stuck with what suits her and what what the because it's a band of three yeah like there's a drummer a guitarist who does bass and that, and then the singer. I think she plays piano. She's done mm. it in a cover before, so I think she does play the piano bits in it. I'm I'm, I'm sounding so much like a fangirl right now, so I think I'm going to mm. shut up. Right. <laughs> I don't want that to come across. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so uh, 
Before we go, Rebecca, you're on for next week. Mm-hmm. Is something very different. Right. Very, very different. Because it's something you've mentioned before that you're not a huge fan of uh, electronic music. Oh, here we go. Uh, your album for this week is M83's Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. Right. Because it's electronic, but it's not probably what you would expect for electronic. Mm. Which kind of coinc- coincides with the album I'm giving you. Which right. I, I, I think you'll enjoy at least one song. At least one. Okay. And one of them reminds me something that Dad would do is say, feel the same, which is weird. It right. is Start Here by um, Maddie and Tay. It is a country album. Oh boy. It's a modern country album, but it's not what you expect. Because I don't really like modern country. I normally stick to the old stuff like the band Perry is country and folk. I stick with them when it comes to country and people like that. But this is... It's very weird. I was stuck between two separate artists. But sadly, the other artist, which is a YouTube artist, because that's where I get most of my music. I would not say that the band Perry are new or old. They're not old, but they're not new. They're in the middle. Their, but their first album came out in 2010. Mm, yeah, but they're not not—they're not modern music. They have influences of folk, right. which makes them not modern pop. They stick with okay. the old... That's what I meant. So I was when I was picking this, I knew I wanted to give you country. Because you said, like, you didn't really like it. And because you were complaining that it seemed like my music just seemed to be a perfect bubble with no edges. Here's my right. edge. Here's my e- one of my several <laughs> edges. I do have a few different things, but... Edge is not the best word you want to use. No, but here's my little... Yeah, because that term has a different connotation entirely. Yeah, shush. <laughs> so it was either going to be these two or Megan and Liz, but they only have EPs at the moment. So I don't yeah. feel... I, I can't give you an EP because it's not long enough, even though the new one is great. But so right. Maddie and Tay is a perfect, perfect um, middle, second because yeah it's it's a good album okay. i do enjoy it okay and i think it, you might like it <laughs> i your confidence inspires me okay <laughs> thank you thank you all so much for listening you can follow us on twitter at family album cast yeah. to keep up with us i have taken over so on. yes there is taken over more. it because i'm terrible at it he's useless yes yes i am you had Completely, the totally thing useless you had the thing for, what, a month or so? You tweeted... It was not a month. It was, it was a, a couple of weeks. It was a month because you tweeted about month. four different podcasts. That is a month's worth of podcast. Shush. It's been a long month that has not been four weeks. Trust me. It has because we... It's been over a month we've been doing I, this. Because we've released all right, five. All right, all right, all right, all right. It you tweeted was a month. four times. Five times. I did not. Yeah, okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. Never mind, never mind. Okay, useless. Fine. It was a month. I'm shite. You know this. <laughs> We've been over this several, several times. Okay. Thanks again for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes if you like. If you don't like, then don't. You know, you're a free human being. You can do what you like. And hopefully, if you stick around, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.